the Light and Fast Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by the Lockdown Defense Network. It's our weekly show that is dedicated to giving our fan base our educated opinions on the best fantasy football strategy in standard leagues, PPR, and dynasty leagues. We are not guaranteeing you will win anything by our advice. But if you do, we want our cut. Enjoy the show. All my heavy hitters and lockdown defenders, welcome to the Lightning Fast Fantasy Podcast, Episode 9. We are Week 9 of Fantasy Football. Welcome to the most dominating, game-changing, fastest fantasy football podcast out there in your stratosphere and your airways. I'm your host, Coach Stevens, alongside the real Alex Givens. We are two, uh, two parts of the Wild West Podcast, falling over to our own fantasy football podcast show. We are Week 9 in the building. We are ready to roll, and we are going to help you decide about these bye weeks, these injuries, how to navigate these quarterback changes, firings, you name it. We got it all jam-packed for you. Alice Gibbons, how you doing out there, good brother? What's going on over there? I'm doing good, Coach. Yeah, it's, I'm excited for this show because we're in the thick of the uh, fantasy waters at this point. So. There we are. It is put up a <laughs> shut-up now. This is where the managers become men right here. Yeah, it is. Mouse or men? <laughs> Which one are you going to be? House or men, let's get it done. Let's get it done. Either pressure's going to bust pipes or it's going to make diamonds. Which one are you going to be? Which one are you going to be? So, yeah. So, we're going to get into it heavy, man. We're going to talk about everything. Uh, like I said, we're going to talk about the bye weeks, how to navigate that. we got quite a few teams on bye weeks this week. we got a few injuries. we got some trades to talk about. we got a lot of things to discuss and how that's going to affect your lineup for week nine and going forward. Because, like I said, 
You know, we're probably about what four to five, maybe six, four, about five weeks before the most playoffs get started. You know, round week fourteen. Yeah, it's you know definitely talk about that. So yeah, we gonna try to get you right. You know, make you that make that final push for the playoffs. If you're on the on the fringe, if you you know you t- toting that line, we gonna get you right. We gonna get you right, man. As always, we like to start with our uh, our overachievers or, or, or our top shotters, our best performers of the week. So we'll start there. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk about the underachievers as well. Got it. Can't leave them out. And then that's the, the biggest part of the show is going to be is just, we're going to be in survival mode at this point. How do we survive these injuries, these bye weeks, this, this trade talk? We'll get into all that and then give you our best advice on who your flex option is going to be, what games are going to show up and show out as far as fantasy performances are going to happen, and give you our best flex and waivers options for the week. So, yeah. Let's get into it. If you got any questions, throw them in the chat as we'll, we'll try to get to them in short order. If not, um, if you forget between now and then, throw them in the end of the show. We got a QA segment at the end. So, yeah. So let's start about let's talk about the top shot. Let's get into that first and foremost. Some interesting ones. Yeah, different ones this week, man. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Ed, GA Patriot, Richie Richie, all y'all in the building. Appreciate y'all coming through yeah. as always. Appreciate y'all coming through as always. So, yeah, so we got some, some different guys on the list this week. And if you watched the show last week on replay or live, that a lot of these guys that are on the chop shot list were on the underachievers list last week. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. so Except yeah. For Jameer. Yeah, that's it. Jameer was the only one. I think they might have been, you know, I guess you can say, um, you know, a, a repeater, a repeat, repeat offender per se. But, yeah. Oh, we got we got we got the bottom. We not call it the bottom. We got the, the burner account in here as well. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So yeah. So Sam Howe was actually on the docket this week, and although they did end up losing the game, he had a great performance. So, yeah, thirty-two points uh, average. Josh Allen uh, and Dak, Dak Prescott. Um, yeah, he he got back on the. Uh, I guess you can say the winning side of things, and they kind of drubbed the drubbed the Rams early. I think it was a thirty nothing game before they really, the Rams really got going. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, yeah it was I, yeah, wild. Dax had two two back to back weeks now. I think he was on our list last well, you, week too. Well, so. yeah. Well, unfortunately, to my to my dismay, he was on <laughs> he was on the list for playing the Chargers. Yes, you're right. Yeah. I was trying to forget that. I'm sorry. My memory was trying to let that go. But yeah, he was hey, on the to list. To be fair, leaders. I I forgot it was the Chargers too. So I did not mean to jab with that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> as, fair enough. As a purely fantasy uh, perspective, there. Understood, understood. But yes, it was unfortunately it was against the Chargers. Uh, and uh, he had a perfor- good performance. They had a bye week in the middle, and then now they're back with uh, another good performance by Dak. Or if we can keep stringing those together because those Eagles are playing really good ball right now, and they play them this week. So that's yeah. going to be a good match that we're going to get into as well. But yeah, so uh, do you have any other uh, quarterbacks that you want to highlight outside of who's on this list? Yeah, I did. Uh, I do want to highlight Burrow, who is not too far behind these guys at 27 points just because he's. Back, uh, back to being Joe Cool at least a little. It seems like or, hey. or trending that way. So I'm glad you, know. you reminded me of that because <laughs> I called him Joe Burrow Wick this week. He's back. He's he said, back. He said, "Yeah, they're asking me if I'm back, and I didn't really have an answer, but I think I have an answer. I'm thinking yeah. I'm back. I'm back. I'm yeah. back. Joe Burrow's yeah. back. For those of you that uh, drafted Burrow like me." You, Me too. you love to see it. So we love to I, see it. We're all happy right now. I had to give him a little shout out. And then I think we got to give a little shout out to our man, Will Levis in uh, Tennessee, who I did not expect to go out and do anything and put up 26 points. So, yeah, you know, I actually yeah, four I touchdowns, four, four uh, touchdowns. Hopkins. I mean, yeah. big, 
as you can see by our uh, prefacing this list a little bit. But yeah, those were the only other two I thought deserved to to get a little love as we head into week nine. Indeed, indeed. Now, now Will Levis is going to start again this week. So is he going to be able to build on that performance, or is it an outlier? That's going to tell know, us. Could, it's could, a short could, week. It is a short it's week. Tomorrow in pit. Yeah. yeah. Can he can he do the same? It's going to be a good going to be going to be a good one. Uh, I'm I'm curious crazy. Because I think that uh, Tannehill's numbers are days of number if he keeps playing like this. I'm just saying. Yeah. And a mm. crazy stat I saw, too. There's only been two rookie QBs to throw four touchdowns in their debut game, both of which played for the Titans, the other one being Mariota. So. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> let's hope you don't have the same so, arc. <laughs> that might be a little preface here question right there. It you might. know, a little, a little pervial answer. Let's, uh, let's hope. Let's <laughs> hope that he doesn't follow the same trend. Let's hope not. <laughs> let's hope not for sure. We'll but, see. yeah. Yeah, so it definitely was some good performances out there this week. Some unsuspected names, like I said, Dak Prescott's made the list, so is Josh Allen, but Sam Howell's been on the on the other end of this list a lot of times. So we got to give him his flowers when, yeah. when when it's when it's time, right? Um, finally, finally getting to the running back. Jameer Gibbs showed up this week. Man, Thank he had God. a day on yeah. Monday night. He had a day. Dan Campbell, isn't it crazy what happens when you give your top draft pick? How about that? How about that? Wait, just, that's the thing. He was just he was forced to because Montgomery and Reynolds were banged up. So, you know, Reynolds played, but you know, he was still nursing, and Gibbs was the feature back. And lo and behold, look, when you let him yeah. let the chains off, you know, take the chains off the dog. Look what happens. <laughs> look uh-huh. what happens. So I think that's back to back weeks too. It is. So. It is. He had more receiving uh, touches. I want to say last week, but his rushing eyes were phenomenal this week. Yeah, definitely out here balling. I mean, and and in sleeping in sleepy fashion, Gus Edwards had two weeks good in a row. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had two sleepy sleepy good performances for the Ravens. I, I didn't I didn't catch that at first. I had to go back and look. Yeah, so that's yeah. good for him. Twenty seven point four average. Of course, my man CMC. Still running wild continues. out there. Guys, continues the, to the be streak an continues. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, he's, I don't, he might not have not made a list at all this year. Like he's been on the list every week. Like this is crazy. It is wild. I, I mean, yeah. yeah, he's he's a fantasy machine this year. As for someone is. who, because uh, I feel like was it two years ago maybe, I went pretty heavy McCaffrey. It's whenever he got hurt. And so ever since then, mm. I'm like, I can't do it. Oh yeah, might have been. But then I got, watch other people. Yeah, because he got traded last year. And he said the year yeah. before that. It was two seasons ago now. Yep. That'll be yeah. it. That'll and be I it. I also think we got to, even though he's on a bye this week, ETN, I thought, uh, was was pretty up there, too. And he's kind of been a staple to be in the top shot is here. He's, Agreed. Agreed. I mean, he's that guy. He's him. He is. So. Definitely he is him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's on a tear. I feel like if you you sleep good at night, you sleep good with that, like, like that Homer Simpson meme at night when you got Chris McCaffrey and Travis Etienne in your lineup. If they play for your squad... Oh. You sleep good at night. Real, real tucked in. You, you don't even the, need anyone the, else. You got the blanket tucked up to your neck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're good yeah. to go. Yep. So, yeah. So, Chris McCaffrey, definitely. Travis Etienne as well. Give him a shout out. You know, definitely uh, balling. And hopefully it continues. Ride that wave. Um, I'm a little concerned about the San Francisco 49ers. I'm going to talk about them later. Uh, about their offense. Because they, you know, although Chris McCaffrey's getting his touches, man. It, Joe Burrow, I mean, not Joe Burrow, but Brock Purdy got to get it together. Cause we can't, you can't burn my man out. You can't burn CMC out. Cause if he get yes. hurt, then y'all really screwed. It's over, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yeah. So floating over to the wide receivers, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, like we talked about with him and Will Levis, they they, they linked up uh, quite a few times in that game. Uh, he was his main target. I don't know where Traylon Burks is. I, I don't know. I'll see how he can't get in on action with them doubling D Hop, but that's a whole another story. 
But yeah, he's been um, hurt though for a while. I mean, yeah, but I, I thought he was off the injury report. Now I thought I saw him. In, I, I thought I saw I think him. He was. I think he was this last week. Okay. Okay. Obviously, didn't do anything. Oh, no, <laughs> he definitely no. hasn't replaced AJ Brown in that offense at all. At all. That. Yeah. <laughs> so, Hell, that's why they went out and got know. DeAndre Hopkins. I would think, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Last last week was his first week back since week three. Okay. There we go. He got two targets for nothing. Exactly. Exactly. So hopefully he can get in on action tomorrow night, but we'll see. A uh, City Lamb, you know, was the beneficiary of a uh, uh, Dak Prescott's big day. Um, and another guy that's been on the list for quite some time is AJ Brown. Another guy I own in fantasy. And man, I'm I, I listen. Setting records, man. Listen, I, mean, I got six straight games with 125. Don't ask me how I did it, but I got Tyreek Hill and AJ Brown on one team. <laughs> just, I'm good. I'm feeling good right now. I'm feeling good about my chase. I need in that league, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> Get me in if someone backs out. I got you. I got you covered. Yeah. I got you covered. But yeah, yeah, so um, so yeah, AJ Brown, City Lamb, and DeAndre Hopkins is on my list. Do you got any other wide receivers you want to cover? Yeah, that was my same exact list, but I feel like we got to give a little honorable mention shout out to your boy Rashid down in Nolans. Yes. I know that was the guy we talked uh, yeah. about last week. I did highlight and, him. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he only had three targets, but damn, they did, were he, big. Did, he, did he make them count with 22.8 <laughs> points? So. That's a fact. That is a fact. That is a fact. So he definitely got in. Like, he's a big Feast of Famine guy. Like, he may only get three targets if you're a PPR person, but them yardage and them touchdowns are going to fill a void. I trust mean, me. He's making them count yeah. so far. I mean, definitely he's clearly their, their deep shot. Home run hitter guys. That, so. that he is, and Derek Carr is loving him. Derek Carr is loving him. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good. Uh, good marriage there. Hopefully, if they keep that going. Um, yeah. And they kind of send you know up into the echelon of that division. Looking forward to that. So we'll see how that shakes out. But yeah, definitely got to give a shout out to him. Now another name that on the tight end list that we that had we hadn't really mentioned, and he's been kind of heating up the last couple of weeks. Is Taysom Hill. He's getting all kinds mm-hmm. of touches. He's getting quarterback touches, runs, uh, reverses. <laughs> Passes, backwards passes, tight end catches. He's getting he's it, all. Doing it all. He's doing it all. He's just doing it all. He's doing it all. Swiss Army knife of a, of a weapon there for the Saints as well. 21 points in t- and from a tight end this week, was, which was definitely masterful. Trey McBride and filling in for Zach Ertz came in. Uh, for killed it. killed it as well for 15-5. Um, you know, it's definitely talking. Uh, we're saying that uh, Trey McBride might be a, a steady option. Uh, now I'm not sure how that how that folds in with Josh Dobbs being gone. I don't know. Kyler Murray yeah. may be back in the next couple of weeks, but they saying that he looks pretty good. Um, you know, they said they succession plan for Zach Ertz when he's done is going to be uh, it's going to be they're going to be in good hands. So because he's young, so I, I like to see if that oh, yeah. if that option is definitely going to stick. You know, as far as it being a weapon for the Cardinals going forward. No, I, I mean, he kind of low-key produced a little bit last year and mm-hmm. what was a pretty awful um, offensive situation. So, I yeah, mean, he's got right. that. Because he's a – he's a was he went to Colorado State. So, I mean, he's Somewhere a like that, yeah. school guy. But, I mm-hmm. mean, he's he's got the tools. So Yeah, yeah we, we probably see more tight ends from a small school who's produced in, in, in a little bit too. So, you can also hang your hat on that. So, you know, especially your Midwest guys. Those Midwest guys, you know, in those smaller schools – they 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 they, yeah. they breed tight ends and all o linemen, right? So, yeah. So yeah. Well, hell, it's like they're tight end at a small school, uh, and they're good. They're getting all the touches. So. Exactly. You know, like, exactly. Where the big time schools, they don't get touches. They throw them to all the little wide receivers. So yeah, they you know, they don't get utilized. Good. Right. They're exactly. Good getting off the bus. That's it. Unless <laughs> their name is Brock Bowers. That's <laughs> it. That's the only guy you know. There's a tight end that's any noteworthiness at this point. 
Indeed. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely keep an eye on that. But um, any tight ends that you want to highlight outside of those two guys? I did have to highlight uh, our boy Kittle because I mean he. Yeah, we worried for a suspect <laughs> out. A couple suspect outings. He bounced back. Unfortunately, he bounced back and then proceeds to go on a bye. But right. I mean, he had nineteen point four points, which. Yeah, I yep. definitely needed in one league. So Un- understandable, <laughs> understandable. Because I because I posed that question last week. There was the time to move on from him because of his, his lack of lack yeah. of production. So I guess we gonna hold the water for one more week, right? But but at the same time, it's you know like you said about the 49ers. It, it Debo's out, so it's like what's gonna happen once he gets back in the That's fold? That's a good point. And, that's a good point. It's just there's too much to go around there. I feel like so. I, I agree. I agree. And then where's so, you been? You know? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, Ayuk went on an ungodly tear the start of the year, and then absolutely come back down to earth. So, yeah, just I don't know. It's there's a lot of uh, ear to the side of caution with, with San Fran, unless their name is McCaffrey. Um, that's well, really, that's pretty McCaffrey. much it. That's yeah. pretty much it. There's there's no other reliable option in this moment, which I'm cool Plus with. It's McCaffrey but... or 49ers D slash ST. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. And, I, you know, much of your dismay, I'm sorry they had to put this on the list, but they were the top performers hey, this week, the Denver Broncos. Um, not going expected it. Not either. Not, not at all. And do. So. Tip your hat. Tip your hat. Just, just say, hey, you had a good one. You know, hey, uh, as, in the words of uh, uh, <laughs> words of uh, Wesley Snipes and White Man Can't Jump, uh, the sun shines <laughs> on the dog's ass some days. <laughs> so you got to gotta give credit where the credit's due. Just tip your hat move on, right? Yep. Tip your head, move on. But yeah, 70 points for them. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So they got 17 points in, and the Dallas Cowboys, you know, took took the uh, Rams to the woodshed with 15. Um, so they were definitely a good streaming option. They're back to business because I got them in two of my leagues, and and they've been doing pretty well for me outside of that little lull they had um right before the buy. So hopefully they're getting back to business and getting after after teams and producing sacks and fumbles and, and picks and need all of that. All those points, so yeah, definitely looking for the Cowboys to keep yeah. keep that keep that train rolling. Uh, anybody gotta, else defensively? Got to shout out the Raiders too, man. Uh, I mean, even though the loss, yeah, they played thirteen, they, 13 they fantasy points, playing well. You, the whole year, thirteen fantasy points against a pretty solid Detroit offense. So, I mean, that's not uh, that's not something to just sniff at. I mean, that's mm-hmm. I think something to monitor because I feel like they got a, a decent scale. Uh, they might have to. But man, well, Broncos well, just put up 17 on the Chiefs. But yeah, playing the Giants this week and then the Jets. So yeah. two offenses are not, you know, <laughs> setting the world on fire already, right? So yeah. And then, that, and then Miami, but that's, well, then, you know, yeah, that's a whole different ball game. But yeah. That's, yeah, so that's far, three weeks from now. It is. So you can get two good weeks out of them before you have to change. Understood. Understood. Yeah. Yeah. Patriot one and five in the red zone. I mean, that's pretty good. It is. It is. You know, again, like I said, you got to hold, got to hold, uh, hold up um, with the new coaching changes, obviously. But if that trend continues, that might be a streaming option for you going forward. That was against a home golf too. So. It was a home golf game. Yep, absolutely. I'm very surprised. Shut down home golf. Home we had to golf. Give Cap some love there. There it Traders is. D. There it is. What's going on, Cap? Yeah. The salty pirate in the building. All right, so we got to talk about the the not so hot <laughs> and the guys that make you regret everything. Yeah. Uh, the, the overhype or the underachievers, we got to talk about them as well. And unfortunately, okay, you know, our guy the, in the flu game, the flu games, Patrick Mahomes wasn't great. He's not Mike, he's not like Mike. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no, I don't think anybody is. Mike was built different, yeah. you know, he's building a lab, maybe, 
But um, I think him and Kobe might have been in the building lab. They weren't necessarily, you know, homegrown like most of us, right? But um, yeah. but yeah, Patrick Holmes with the seven point six average uh, points put out this week. Uh, Lamar Jackson right. actually struggled this week, although they won the game, I believe, uh, twelve points. Um, you relied heavily on Gus Edwards, like we underscored earlier, and of course Zach Wilson of all people still can't seem to get out of the out of the blocks from a starting quarterback perspective at twelve points a game. He was one of the lower end guys this week. Um, anybody else that you want to pity <clears throat> before we get to the running? Yeah, back? Uh, yeah, I'd like to get past the Mahomes thing, but I did note uh, I noted Desmond Ritter. Uh, and, and he Jimmy got Garoppolo. Yeah. But mainly from the fact of, yeah, both <laughs> played themselves into getting benched. Um, right. And, you know, obviously have weapons there. So you would have thought a little bit more production than 5.2 points and 3.4. So there you go. Got to give them some underachiever love. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. And, and the total flip for running backs this week, Dante Foreman, who had a uh, massive performance was on the, on the top shot of this last week. He's on the, he's on the underachievers this week at, yeah. at point, 3.6. And I think it's time to give go ahead and just, just sell off Damian Pierce. I'm mean, I'm sorry to, to, to uh, give for those people that are are buyers with Damian Pierce at this moment. He's not it. They just don't seem to be able to run the ball with him. I don't know if it's him, the old line, the scheme. I don't know because he was definitely decent. Is. He was a thousand yard rusher last year, if I'm not mistaken. He was pretty serviceable last year with, with in a different offense though. He had remember he had a different different OC, different you know different head coach. So it could be the change in personnel from a coaching perspective that could be doing him in. However, at this point, through week nine, up to getting to week nine, he hadn't done anything. I, w- I would go ahead and fade that, yeah. that that option. I just can't do it anymore. I got just got to break up yeah. with you. I'm sorry. We, I, we've tried. We went to counseling. <laughs> you know, you just it's don't done. just don't want to. You don't want to do anything <laughs> to help the relationship. So we got to go. We got to break it's up. It's not me. It's you. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Aaron Jones too. That Green Bay offense is looking yeah. rough. Lackluster, looking rough. I don't know what to say about it because I thought I had high hopes for it. I thought they had good weapons. I thought they had a great old line. I thought they had two good serviceable running backs. They just can't seem to get out their own way. Uh, it's, it's a rough one. It really is a rough no, one, man. And yeah, and you would hope Jones would bounce back at some point because he's been happened. hampered with that hamstring, right? But I mean, hell of a performance in week one. So it's like, where and is that? Where's where that, that Aaron Jones at? Exactly. Would the real Aaron Jones please stand up? Come on. <laughs> We're looking for you. We're looking for you. We don't want to put you on the milk carton, but we will. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely will. We will write you off, bud. GA, um, I'm a big tank Dell guy. You know me. I'm a big tank Dell. I've been singing this praise since the draft. I think that he's really? he's the he's the more explosive player out of the two. But although Minshew loves yeah. Josh Do- Josh Downs, he does love Josh. I um I, I think I'm more of a downs guy. Are you really? I mean, dude, he's just getting the targets. He had Nine targets this last week, mm-hmm. six before that, eight, six. I mean, he hasn't had less than six since week three. Okay. No, week week two. He had 12 targets in week three. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, I think they both nice. have favorable matchups. Now, we'll say Tank Dell and Houston are going to be at home versus Tampa Bay, and uh, they, the Indianapolis Colts got to go to Carolina. Um, but... I mean, I think they're favorable matchups in either regard. I think you might be good either way. And you know, honestly, yeah. so I guess it just boils down to if it's a PPR, half PPR, full PPR, or is it standard league? Because I would say Tank is probably better in standard, but you might better be off better off with Josh in PPR. That's what I would say too. Mm. Tank, uh, I mean, 
I got Tank Dell in a few leagues, and he's been hurt. So, yeah. and they just came off a bye, so maybe right. they're easing him back. But he only had four targets in this last week, three catches, sixteen yards. Um, I mean, yeah, he had ten targets in week ten, and it's gone down. Or week two, and it's gone down since then. Right. So. I don't know. And Tampa Bay, I mean, pretty respectable, I feel like, passing defense compared to Carolina, but I think kind of probably probably about the same in terms of defensive matchup. Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty close. I think it's pretty close. Yeah. So like, I think it's a matter of what you what, say. Yeah, the, what, what type of league you're in. It's PPR, yeah. Over downs. If it's standard, I would go with Dell. All right, so uh, going back to the going back to the receivers, uh, it seems as if if Puka's doing good, Cooper's not, <laughs> or if Cooper's doing right. good, Puka's not. <clears throat> so yeah. Puka had another good game, although they lost. Um, so Cooper had is on is on a snot again with two point one. Curtis Samuel's is starting to to flounder. He had big uh, upside potential as a flex option in the, in the, in the last few weeks. He hadn't really produced anything. He came in at two point one. Dodson Dodson came out instead. Uh, right, like, right, what? and I been, and I had him on the bench. Luckily, I won the game anyway. But I had him on the bench because he hadn't done anything in weeks. Hey, me too. Yeah, so uh, I haven't already gotten rid of him. <laughs> right, right. I'm holding on to him in one league, but again, it's I, I didn't play him yet. I had to play him this week because I want to buy with my with my flex. But uh, hopefully, he give me the same performance. We'll see. Fing, fingers <laughs> crossed. But my guy Zay Flowers as well. He didn't he didn't do much again. Like I said, the Ra- no. Ravens offense is you know we got two Ravens on this list. They didn't do much in the past game, but they still got the W's. I mean, so you know, kudos to that and learning how to win multiple ways. But but yeah, he's on the list as well as being one of the underachievers. So um, uh-huh. outside of those guys, anybody else that I missed on this list that you want to highlight? Yeah, I noted uh, both Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers, and that wasn't intentional at first. I was just looking at <laughs> at. Uh, Guys that are usually producing in their points, but I mean, Devontae with 1.6 points and Jacoby with 2.4. Then I also noted Christian Watson uh, solely because I noted him on our list last week um, and he basically put up these same exact numbers. So, yeah, there's just some guys at this point. I'm just like, you're just not gonna get it together. Yeah, you're just not gonna get it together. Just get out of Green Bay. Just get it. Yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, Patriot, I think that is undoubtedly Lamar. Yes. Even though Lamar's got a tougher matchup against Seattle, but they're home. Baltimore's at home against Seattle this week, and it's an early game. So a West Coast team going to the East Coast in an early game, it should be a Lamar-type game for him. Although they got Leonard Williams this week as well, so it should be interesting to see how much better that defense is going to look. But if I had to pick the two between the two, definitely Lamar. Definitely Lamar. But I think Seattle is uh, notoriously bad against tight ends. Good point. Good point. So Andrews have a good game. Let all Andrews feast. There you go. Let the man let him man eat. Let the man eat. Cook. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and despite having a good game last week, Dallas Guard is on the list this week uh as well. Uh coming in at 3.6. And then Luke Musgrave, again, another day going packer uh on on the list with oh, 0. 0.9 uh points. And ironically, I tried to, I tried for Taysom Hill as a as a bye week option. And I get ended with Luke Musgrave. So I'm hoping that he turns it around this week. Give me something. Just yeah. give me something. Give me a couple right. of catches. Give me about four or five catches for about 40, 50 yards. And I'm I'm going. Come on. That's all I need. That's he all was, I need. I, and he was uh he got hurt at some I think week four or five. Yeah, two concussions. I mean, up to that point, two he was yeah. he was slowly getting involved. So I mean I, right. it's there. I think maybe he just had a setback and 
Or maybe it's just a quarterback uh, throwing the ball. I don't know. But the man be. can play. The man is talented. If he was on a different team I mean, yeah. right now, he'd be balling. I know, hey, I know going to the draft, you want him to be in that powder blue. So I, I know. I do. I did. Listen, <laughs> if they, if they could have made that trade today, I'd have been like, please sell whatever you got to sell. Sell, sell, sell. Give me Luke Musgrave. Yeah. Send it yes. in. Send it in. Send the card yeah. in. I need it. I need it. Um, so the Colts and the in the, the Rams follow up this list with the uh, uh, with the defensive uh, lackluster performances. He had the Colts with negative one and the Rams with one point, so they didn't do much for for people's fantasy teams this week either. It wouldn't match up they have, so hopefully they can bounce back. I'm very very up and down with the Colts. Uh, I don't expect much from the Rams defense at all this year, but the Colts defense has very been a very up and down. Although the personnel is good, uh, the personnel is really good, but yeah. they've been up and down production wise. So. That's something to watch. Up, I mean, they put up some pretty solid scoring outings, so it's like they're just been hit or miss. I mean, they're yeah. very matchup dependent. But yeah, totally week agree. one against Jacksonville, they put up eleven fantasy points. It's like, hey. yeah, so I guess it really, really <laughs> just depends who they're facing. So they got the Carolina Panthers this week, and and is the offense look a little different this week with uh with the new play caller? So hopefully they can uh they can reduce it. That's you if that's who you have as your defense this week. So we'll see. We will definitely see. But um, anybody else that you want to highlight before we move on to the next topic? No, nah, I mean, I the only other defense I noted was the Falcons just because I streamed them pretty heavy thinking they're going to feast on a rookie QB being Will Levis, and they scored three three points. So That's right. You know. And yeah. then tight ends, I, I did want to note uh, Jawan Johnson just because um, – Taysom Hill took all the love. Was, yeah, yeah, but I yeah. I mean I would have thought that that was only happening because Johnson was out and then he comes back and you know gets one point. So but I feel like there's like a solid 5 week window every year where Taysom Hill is like the best player in fantasy football and then he That's just the goes away. Right. <laughs> so and unfortunately if that trend continues at that at, at that pace, he's going to be obsolete come playoff time. So be careful of that. If that's true. Yeah, yeah be careful of that cuz that will be playoff time for most people. So yeah, be be mindful. Could be a sell high kind of candidate there. Hey, might get a trade, slick a trade off before the trade deadline. Might might just be able to do it. Might be able to pull a trigger. So yeah. All right. <clears throat> so let's move on here. Let's talk about the let's talk about the advice corner. Let's get into that. So uh we're gonna talk about survival mode. Um it's a lot of things that have happened. Um it's a lot of quarterback injuries we gotta address, bye weeks, who's gonna buy, um, and uh, a lot of trades have happened. So we're gonna get into all that in uh in short order. We want to talk about exactly how uh, to navigate that, um, especially getting through your uh, bioics and who's available uh, for you to kind of fill in. And of course, you know, if you have any burning questions, throw them in the chat as we're talking and we'll try to address those accordingly. But, um, you know, getting into, you know, first and foremost about uh, how the injuries have, have been fairy for quarterbacks. So um, it's, a, it's a, a long, lot. long list. A long That's list a longer list than you'd want it to be. Exactly. It's almost half the league quarterbacks that either have a, a lasting injury or a lingering injury that's been affecting their performance. So, of course, Aaron Rodgers has been out with Achilles tear. He's done for the season, in my opinion. I don't think he's coming back. Um, but you know, it. You know, I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a doctor, but I don't think most people. 99% oh, of the world don't come back from the Achilles tear that fast. I'm just saying. He's trying to – he gets on Pat McAfee every week and acts like he's he's doing it. So Well, we'll some people say that just for attention, but I digress. <laughs> yeah. I digress. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, take it for the grain of salt. Take it for the grain of salt. But, yeah, so Deshaun Watson's been up and down with the rotator cuff issue with his AC joint. Um, he's practicing this week, Um, so but that wasn't – I guess they're necessarily a good thing in a sense because he played last time he practiced, he played the same week and he was done by the first quarter. 
So, you know, you got to get him. Not to mention uh, when he has played, he has not done much of anything. That's so. a fact as well. Can't, can't deny that. Either. Can't deny that either. Uh, really Daniel can. Jones, he's coming back off a neck injury. So, uh, again, but he hadn't light the world on fire either. Uh, Justin Fields is still out with a fractured finger. Kirk Cousins, you know, really feel bad for yeah. him. He just tore his Achilles this week. He's done. Evan Richardson out for the season. Uh, not sure when Kyler Murray's coming back off the ACL after being out for a year. Uh, they say Kenny Pickett's going to play. But uh, he will um, likely, uh, you know, but, uh, see be limited. Watson. Right there, <laughs> you go. there you go. There you go. Good point. Good point. Ryan Tannehill <laughs> is going to be out this week again. With Will Evans going to be his starter. Uh, Matthew Stafford is likely not going to play with his UCL injury on his hand. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo got concussion and back issues and got benched. And then you got yeah. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert with calf and finger injuries. Although there was injuries are getting better, they're still, you know, prevalent injuries. So. Um, you know, if you have any of these quarterbacks, you know, some of these guys aren't going to play. So, you know, you. yeah, we 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 want to pray for your fantasy strength, right? We're going to pray for your fantasy strength. But um, but you know, you know, I guess we can start off by saying, you know, as we start with the quarterbacks, what do you think? Um, you know, if, you, if any of these guys have to move on from their starting quarterback that's on this list, so what do you think is your best options to uh either stream or pick up full time going forward to try to make that playoff run? Yeah. Yeah, first of all, let me just say if uh, you're in that boat, I feel for you because I've been there with you. So right. <laughs> someone who had Kirk Cousins in a couple leagues and and no other QBs. Uh, or you I can was, be uh, like me. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm stacking place. Justin Fields and DJ Moore right now, and I'm I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I'm holding <laughs> hey, over their life. One league I had Kirk Cousins and Anthony Richardson. Ooh. So. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. So, yeah yeah uh and you know it sucks too especially the kirk cousins one because he was i mean he was projecting to finish top five in fantasy scoring for qbs i mean he was playing in an unreal he was second in the league in passing yards and touchdowns did you realize that yeah i didn't i had to look it up he was second in the league of pass yards and i I think he got me at least like three three to four 30 burger outings you know this this year so far um, and it sucks like with Kurt specifically because we're going into week nine. So you're already, well, I mean, waiver wire is more likely than not totally picked over. Right. Uh, you know, these guys that are carrying multiple QBs, uh, if you're in a league like I am with people that are just savages, you know, oh. likely not going to make any sort of realistic move to get anyone from, from them, mm, despite right. the fact they can only play one of them. Do you know that a guy in my league drafted Mahomes and Herbert back-to-back? He had the first pick, so he snaked it. He drafted both of them back-to-back. I said, you mother's effer. Uh, but he did, did he, it. Did he trade one? No, no he's, he's holding on to both of them. And I'm, I'm sure he started. I'm not even sure he started Herbert this year at all. And I'm like, dude. He probably only started him. Well, have y'all gone on the bye week just yet? Have y'all had a bye week? Uh, after this. Uh, okay, so yeah. He next got, week. He's going to have to start him next week. That's about the first time he's started him. That's wild. See, it is wild. I, I get people doing that with the mindset of I'm going to immediately trade them. Right. But, you know, but like just to sit on it, what's the point? Like exactly. otherwise just burn two picks. Exactly. Or I don't, whatever. I didn't get it. And he's very, That's he's it. very limited at wide receiver and running back. So I, I just, well, you know, yeah, I, I would guess. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, those picks. The QB. Right. <laughs> but he only can play one at a time. So what are we doing yeah. here? Hey, That's your business yeah. though. This is a tough one. Patriot. It is. Because uh, I would say DeMarcado. I would because too, because we got to realize that Madison's they're probably going to, if they, if they, especially if they play Clayton Toon, they're going to run the ball a lot. 
if Kyler does not play and they play Clayton Toon as their as their starter, I'd like to believe that Demar Carlos is going to get a lot of work. What's he? Uh, he is questionable right now. What's he questionable with? Who, Madison or Demarcado? Demarcado is questionable with an oh no. That's oh, but they, they, you also got to look at it. They're going against Cleveland though. Ooh, I know, but but Madison, who who are they going against? Madison's going against Atlanta. Yeah, but Madison put up. What did he put up last week? He was on my underachievers, three point eight points, and I think he's quietly getting usurped by Cam Akers. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. he's, I'm trying to see what the I can't. What's what's James Connors? Is he still out? He's still on IR. They hadn't even activated him off IR yet, so his window's and not yeah. open yet. He's not even practicing. Mercado. Yeah, I, got it, yeah. All, I mean, yeah, I agree. It, that at least is your true. You get you get all the touches there. You do you do? Hold Hopefully, my burner account if they're still here. <laughs> We're getting into the touches now. There yeah. we go. That's the trigger word. The, 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 the burner touches. account comes out when you talk about touches. That's yeah. what comes up. That's the trigger word. <laughs> Yeah. Burner, but yeah, uh, I would say that's that's your safer bet there. Yeah, sure. definitely DeMarcado is a safer option because Madison hadn't I done mean, much all year. Kind of crappy defenses, defensive matchups either way. I agree. Uh, but at least DeMarcado, you know, he's the one guy. And he catches the ball on the backfield too, so you can you got that element because the, the run yeah. defense with Cleveland has been pretty good. Well, what's the other guy? Kevante Ingram, he hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything so either. Like, so yeah, I think DeMarcado is, is the safest bet out of those two. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, so back to this QB conundrum yes. that we found ourselves in. Yes. Maybe um, one of, give know. me one or two options that you think that people can go with and be comfortable. Yeah. Uh, well, there's not much. Right. <laughs> um, right. I'd say there's there's really three viable options out here, one of which is not really naming anyone specifically, but it's just riding with one of these rookie QBs and hope that you catch lightning in a bottle. You okay. know, we got Will Levis. Well, that was, um, yep. probably a hot pickup after the outing last week. Yep. Um, you got Jaron Hall, at least for now. Mm-hmm. Um, Heine, Heineke's not a rookie, but he's getting his first start. Um, and Bryce Young, for better or worse, is, is available in most of the leagues that I'm in. Um, so, I mean, those are guys, and at least you know, out of those, you know Bryce Young's not getting benched. Uh, but the other ones, you know, aren't I wouldn't say are a, a highly likely bet to be your long term option for the rest of the year. Uh, but it's a little flex seal fix, you know, until you got to deal with kick the can down the road for yeah, flex that seal, problem. Though. Yeah, you know. Um, otherwise, yeah, you got. Um, I mean, if Kyler Murray's still out there, probably not. If your league uses an IR spot, uh, yeah. but if he is, pick him up. <laughs> you know, because. He's, I mean, they, they didn't, they're not going to move Dobbs if they don't have some sort of anticipation that he's coming back pretty soon. So, but yeah, they know they activated um, that window. So, you got to play either this week or next week. Yeah. So, I mean, you know what's happening, but I'm sure he's probably gone. So, that leaves us with really um, these two, really two other guys that I think are at least rostered in under 45% of leagues. One being Derek Carr, who I would say, would be the equivalent of uh, the great value type of Kirk Cousins. You know, he's Damn. he's been playing very consistently, but not really very impressively. Hmm. Uh, you know, I did, he put up 18 points, I think, the last two weeks, and I'd say that's probably his ceiling. Uh, but he is in a, a respectable offense with a lot of weapons in, in Nolens, and Kamara's only come back into the fold to turn into the checkdown magnet. Um, and, you know, any rotation that includes Michael Thomas, Alave, and 
Shahid, you can't really be too upset about. So you at least feel good about the supporting cast around him. Um, and he's also got a pretty favorable matchup. <clears throat> I mean, decent stretch here. He plays Chicago, Minnesota, by then Atlanta and Detroit. So, I mean, decent uh, stretch of, of defenses to go against. So he could be an option. And quite frankly, he's the one that I went with <laughs> because I didn't want to uh, ride the the rookie train and, and, and hope I did good. Um, and the other one, if he is available, is Sam Howell, um, who's mm-hmm. – about 45% of leagues. I don't really know how because he's he's actually been a pretty respectable scoring QB. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, going against New England um, this week, but uh, then has Seattle and the Giants. And yeah, I mean, he hasn't finished worse. He had two weeks where he finished uh, below 15th in terms of deep, or scoring for QB. So um, one being against the New York Giants, the other one against Buffalo. So, I mean, mm. two decent defenses. Other than that, dude kind of cooks. So, a little uh, bit, you know, could be, could be a decent uh, option. But again, you know, these aren't going to be, um, I wouldn't say any of them are guarantee or are going to be consistent enough to probably totally bridge the gap in losing, you know, a Kirk Cousins or dealing with um, probably, you know, Justin Fields. Um, are you know Stafford, you know that are dealing with these injuries that aren't playing. That's fair. So you said, um, it was it Derek Carr, uh, Will Levis, and Will, and um, and uh, was Sam Howell? Well, really, Derek Carr and Sam Howell, yeah. And then okay. otherwise, you I mean you have like Levis, Jaron Hall, like these guys that are kind of getting their a first start. I mean, you could right. the total gamble, uh, but you never know, like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you never. Who would have thought Will Levis would go out and throw four touchdowns on the Falcons? Not me. Definitely didn't have uh, it on my bingo card. You I know, tell you that. Heineke, give the guy respect. Uh, I mean, when he gets starting nods, he he seems to find ways to be productive. So you never know. I mean, Atlanta went out and made it a point to sign him this offseason. So they did. They you did. Hope they saw something and have some kind of plan to use him. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I, I would definitely see what I have. My, I think my my first option would be Derek Carr. To uh, to your point, um, then I've had to rank them. I say Derek Carr. I would say then Sam Howell. Then then uh, I would say Bryce Young. Then Will Levis in that order for me. And if you're desperate, yeah. Tyler Heineke. Um, so yeah. Um, and and ironically, I'm assuming that people had Josh Dobbs because he was playing, you know, as a starter already. But he's moving to uh, yeah. Minnesota. He'll likely probably start next week, depending on what this rookie they have does or doesn't do. I mean, he's been in the system the entire time since he's been in the league, so I would like to believe he knows offense a little bit better, but if Dawes comes in and picks up the offense pretty fast, I would like to believe they're going to throw him out there um, in the next week or two. So if you have him or if somebody drops him thinking that he's, you know, done because he's moved on and been traded, yeah, that might be an option to pick up Dobbs as, as going forward. That's not going to be a solution this week. Obviously, but um, he might be a solution next couple of weeks, especially in the week eleven and week thirteen. You got more uh, rough bye weeks, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, you, you can look at that as well. But um, my holistic advice, if you lost a big time quarterback, um, would be to is put as much talent around your lineup as you can, um, to kind of supplement the idea of your quarterback not producing as much. Because if you're used to getting, you know, anywhere between eighteen to twenty five points on average from your quarterback, and you're going to be bust down to about twelve to fifteen. Ooh. You know, you gotta you gotta replace that production some kind of way. 
So I would look to maybe make a trade or try to get as much um, out of your wide receiver and your running back and your flex uh, options and your defense, especially if you if you if you score defense um, the way certain leagues do. Um, Here's an interesting one from Patriot there. Yeah, that um, with that, that will hopefully you know help you you know supplement the idea of uh, of of your quarterback not being as, as productive. All right, so uh, okay, so what we got? So we would got you East. take Hal over Stroud? Okay, he want to be what he have the same performance. I get that. Oh. Um, would I take Howell over Stroud? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's tough, man. I don't. Well, if your other QB is Lamar. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, I'm this just... might be a separate league, though, for him. There might be a separate league. Maybe a Stroud in two different leagues. So Washington plays New England. No. I think Sam Howell is going to be a rough, rough ask with going against Belichick. I think that's going to be a rough one for him. Just the, just the baseball, just his overall matchup. With CJ going against Indianapolis versus, excuse me, going against Tampa Bay versus Bill Belichick's defense, I would choose CJ Stroud over Sam Howell in that matchup. Yeah. Just, just this week. Just this week yeah. for sure. Yeah, that that'll be my recommendation. I will say though, I mean, Stroud has only finished tenth uh, in in QB scoring in any sort of outing. That was Week Four. Okay. So I mean, but he's coming off a bye and plays Tampa, but then has a pretty nice little stretch of deep. I mean, outside of the Jets, he doesn't really play another good defense. Okay. So, so long term, remember CJ might be more so the answer, and you can fill in. Yeah. Uh, your Sam Howell or your or, or Levis or somebody like that um, just this week if you get via a tougher matchup. So, yeah, that could work. That could definitely work. Okay. All right. So, yeah, so I think we covered the quarterback's options uh, uh, pretty well. Um, if you have those options, I did list them at the bottom of the screen if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, and that'll be uh, your, uh, you know, your basis for who you could uh, fill in for your uh, injured starter. And hopefully it works out, you know, because again, it's gonna be yeah. like, it's gonna Fingers be rough. Crossed. But but again, just <laughs> just try to get the max out of your out of your out of your uh skill positions that you can. You know, put the best guys on the field. The, the, the max the max performance got to put them on the field this week because uh your production of quarterbacks are like going down by a few dollars. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll see how the that replacements. Goes. You're gonna need a lot of heart. That is that is <laughs> there it is. Okay. All right. What injury did Alec? Uh, is, I think he is, had a torn shoulder, didn't he? I thought it was AC yeah, joint. It was an AC yeah. joint, wasn't it? Yeah, AC yeah. joint. Yeah, yeah, AC joint. Yeah, he's done for the year. Yeah, he's done for the season. He had surgery on it, actually. So he's done for the year. Yeah. Yep. All right, so we had a few trades that happened um, in the in the league uh, at the deadline. Um, they kind of shake up certain things from a skill position perspective, a defensive perspective. So, um. You know, just to run it down real quick, with Chase Young's bolstering the San Francisco pass rush, uh, going to uh, the 49ers, Montez Sweat to the Chicago Stupid. Bears, uh, to help with him and Yonkin and Gawkwe then on an address uh, end. Leonard Williams is bolstering the D line in Seattle. Kevin Byard, the secondary in Philly. Uh, Ezra Cleveland went to the Jacksonville Jaguars, so that O line should be much improved. Josh yeah. Dobbs, who we talked about earlier, is going to be the, likely be the starter quarterback at some point for Minnesota. Uh, Detroit got a, a new receiver, Donald, Donovan Peoples-Jones, uh, to go along with Amara St. Brown, James Waves, and and uh, and uh, who's the Reynolds. third guy? Reynolds. And Josh Reynolds. Reynolds. Josh Reynolds. So, yeah. Um, so, you got that. Um, Rasul Douglas went to the Buffalo Bills to help that secondary out because they were struggling with injuries yeah. and, and things of that nature. Um, uh, Kinsaria Street to Atlanta. Uh, Miko Harmon went to KC. Back to KC, I should say. Uh, Randy yeah. Gregory also <laughs> signed with... Uh, 
time with K, uh, yeah, with San Fran as well. J.C. Jackson got traded back to New England. Clay Chapel, Clay Chapel, Clay Chapel, Clay Chase Claypool was gone. Clay Chapel, <laughs> right? Gone to the Dolphins. That should be what we call him since he's never. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Van Jefferson went to Atlanta, and Cam Akers went to Minnesota. So, so Alex, uh, what do you feel like from a fantasy perspective? How this does this move the needle for any teams? So we be looking out for an uptick in defensive production or offense in certain people's cases with uh, Miko going to KC, Donovan People Jones going to Detroit. You know those those uh, those things. Do you think this is going to help anybody? Should should we pick up these guys if they're available? What do you feel like um, with these trades that happen? Yeah. So I mean, first and foremost, um, I don't think I will ever um, recommend to play the Commanders' defense again this year, uh, That's regardless a fact. of the matchup. That's a fact. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, like Patriot said, they for whatever reason Straight gave up on defense. Just gave up. They're like, hey, you want our pass rushers? Here you go. Yeah, yeah. You, you get a pass rusher. You yeah. get a pass rusher. You get a pass rusher. Everybody get a pass rusher. But not scary Terry. God forbid to get him out of there. But I know. Whatever. Um, so I mean, yeah, I I think that you definitely lose some faith, uh, if any, in the Commanders' defense. Um, San Francisco's only further, you know, bolsters the um, consistency. I think that they will put out. Um, right. I mean, they've been a consistently a top 10 fantasy defense. I don't see how they finish any worse with these additions. Agreed. Um, you know, um, I think Leonard Williams to Seattle helps kind of, uh, I mean, Seattle is already a pretty solid fantasy, uh, you know, definitely a good streamer when they had a favorable matchup, but they were kind of turning into a plug and leave in type defense. And, you know, I, I, I suspect we won't see much of a Leonard Williams presence this week, but uh, I think, you know, moving forward, that's only going to help add to the, to creating pressure. And, um, you know, they kind of probably had to make that move knowing uh, San Francisco was loading up, but, you know, mm -hmm. I think that that makes them a pretty solid defense. Um, now for the important part of fantasy and the like offensive production, uh. um, I think really the only person that benefited from moving um, was probably Donovan Peoples-Jones. And that's just because, mm. um, you know, Jameson Williams, I, I picked yeah, up Jameson Williams once he got available. I think he's had eight targets with like six drops. Exactly. Um, and Donovan Peoples-Jones or DP, DPJ, um, <laughs> you know, for, I mean, he, he low-key kind of balled out last year. It is. Um, and was, I mean, I know he was a hot waiver wire pickup midpoint of the season and continued to produce. And for whatever reason, I don't know if that was just, Elijah Moore coming to town or what, but he kind of fell off a cliff in the Cleveland offense this year. So I think it's a change of scenery um, for him and the sign that Detroit went and got a receiver. Um, you know, I think that's a good sign to potentially pick him up and, and see what happens. Cause I don't think they have much faith in their guys outside of St. Brown and Laporta. Um, so I think there's definitely room for someone to carve out a nice target share and he might be able to do that. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I, I I tend to agree. Um, you know, clearly people are going to try to bracket and force the ball away from Amara, which is not to my liking because I have him in fantasy. But yeah, I, I mean, would, he still gets his. Anyway, yeah, definitely, yeah, he gets his, definitely gets his targets and gets his love. He's I mean, a I think PPR he's, machine, dude. That he is. <laughs> that he is. So uh, and Laporta, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. That another one too. But um, but yeah, I would definitely say that People Jones definitely has a has a, a an opportunity here to capitalize and be and be uh, back to that. Uh, you know. I guess you can say force that he was last in the last year. Um, you know, yeah. you got to see, you got all the skills. I mean, he's tall, rangy, he can run. 
you know, so yeah, I definitely would be a, another target to, to Jared Goff's uh, liking for sure. Once he gets yeah. acclimated to the offense, I definitely like that. Um, yeah, but going back to your points about defense, I do believe that the 49ers defense is a staple. I think that's going to go up um, in their production. Because um, if nothing else, if they track sacks and interceptions, I think that's going to go up for the 49ers with that pass yeah. rush that they have. Um, they have literally got six pass rushers on their team. It's it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. They got the college, they got the literally Ohio State's edge rushing tandem. Like it's, it's crazy. From when they were like the Ohio State, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did want to say, talking about this picks, it's funny that Young went for a third round pick right after Sweat, went for, Sweat a second. went for a second. <laughs> right. Well, you also got to look at it because we looked at the numbers earlier. Sweat got more production. And in, uh, in his tenure with the commanders versus what Young has, and Young's been, yeah. Young's been hurt. He hurt for two, one and a half, with one and a half seasons practically. So yeah, he hadn't I played mean, a full season since year one. He won rookie of the year, and then kind of that was it. Away. Yeah, he got hurt the second and, year. I mean, and, they yeah. got to pay him. They didn't exercise his fifth option, so they yep. he's going to be a free agent. I'm not sure what Sweat. I think Sweat signed an extension. No, he no, might, he was on, he, no, he's on. He's on. A, he's on. A, he's on a last year of his deal as well. That's why he made those moves. Because oh. they play, they pay and pay and and Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Allen, yeah. Allen already, so they had to do, they had to make a decision. That's what they went with. So I'm assuming yeah. they'll replace them with rookies, you know, in the draft. But um, but yeah, but that's pretty much how how it broke down. But um, but yeah, um, yeah. But like I said, I think that it's gonna uh, I think that Seattle's gonna be a, a option. It's likely gonna be a mainstay to your point. Um, I do believe Philly is just might be just the best defense in the league at this point with Kevin Byard rounding mm-hmm. out that secondary. Is that's that's madness. So um, yeah. if you got Philly, Seattle, or San Fran's defense at this point, hold tight, hold on, hold mm-hmm. on tight because they're definitely going to give you points. Um, outside of that, I mean, I really don't believe that is you know a lot of this is moving the needle. Actually, we talk about Josh Dobbs being a a future uh, quarterback for the Vikings, and if if he comes back at the time Justin Jefferson comes back, I think that's a, it's, it's it's a viable yeah. option. I, do. I mean, the one thing is we 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 saw. We saw Dobbs at least be semi-productive with mm. basically Zach Ertz and Marquise Brown. Right. So um, imagine having Justin Jefferson I mean, and Jordan Addison and and, and Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Hawkinson, right? Oh yeah, so, he mean, should definitely be uh, uh, an the option. Tools to are there. It is. Does he do anything with it? I, I gave you all the tools in the tool bag. Can you build the house? That's all I'm telling you. All yeah. I'm telling you. So yeah, but yeah. Outside of that, I mean, I think Russell Douglas going to the Bills helps their defense. That they should yeah. they should have an uptick. Um, but outside of that, I mean, of course, Randy Gregory is, is a, another pass rusher for the 49ers. But, yeah, I don't think Van Jefferson moved the needle for Atlanta, nor does Cam Akers for Minnesota. But, no. yeah. But and, I mean, all of these guys have been there, I think, um, you know, at least one to two games already and haven't. I mean, Cam Akers, I'd say it's the only other one because he's quietly taking carries from Madison. Right. Um, and got a touchdown last week. So he's – getting into the fold, but like Hardman, <clears throat> I don't, I think Hardman was more of a pick to shore up a punt returner and yeah. get a little bit more familiarity in the receiver room. But I don't mm. see them, you know, working to get him multiple targets a game. I think he's right. going to be a touchdown or bust type of option. Um, so yeah, I, I think kind of from people's Jones down, it's a lot to, Lot to be left out, you know, a lot right. left to be desired. And don't really about, move the needle but... for me, yeah. Don't really move the needle for me outside of that move, so yeah. Um, but yeah, so take that, you know, for what it's worth. I think that, um, some defense more so than nothing, anything, defense have gotten better. Um, in, in th- on three avenues, the, the Eagles, the Seahawks, yeah. and the 49ers are definitely on the uptick when it comes down to uh, on the uptick on when it's down, come down to the production on defense. 
Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, I do. I mean, Patriots do. I do think they still they're gonna be fine again. Josh Jefferson should come back. I'll get acclimated to the playbook. I think they might be all right. They could sneak into a low end wild card if they if they can get going. Um, it yes, just depends I mean, on dude, what the, the weapons are there. So it is, like, it is, and the defense is playing better too. So, I mean, I mean, pretty solid schedule coming mm-hmm. up. I mean, got Atlanta, then New Orleans, but then Denver, Chicago, by Vegas, Cincinnati, Detroit, Green Bay. So, I mean, a lot of pretty favorable defenses to it go is. against. It is. So, yeah. <laughs> I would like to believe once they get all get acclimated and get going, man, I think they can they can definitely be an option, a viable option, especially for fantasy purposes. I think they can. There's some numbers to be had out there. I agree with that. I definitely mm-hmm. agree with that. Okay. All right. So um, let's let's move forward to the week's game. Let's talk about that and let's talk about these bye weeks. Let me uh move this banner. Um. Yeah. So yeah. uh, so we got uh, we got some interesting games. Of course, we starting off this week with uh, <laughs> with the uh. With the uh, Tennessee Titans and the well, Pittsburgh not Steelers, so interesting. <laughs> yeah, a banged up Kenny Pickett with going against a, 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 a hot coming off a hot heater uh, of a game from Will Levis. So um, we got that game starting off. Then we got a nine thirty game on Sunday with the Dolphins and the Chiefs. I'm really mad that they put it there so early because that should be prime time. I would argue yeah. that that's got to be like at a four o'clock game by itself. Like it just needs to be because you got cause you got Buffalo and Cincinnati at eight o'clock. I get that. I mean, hell, I would honestly, I would say that. Move the Chargers game up, I, I, and that's and I'm just being honest. Move <laughs> the Chargers game up to to, to four o'clock. Let them play on 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 Monday night. We need to see that in prime time. That's a good game, right? That's a good game. Yeah. But outside of those, those that that obvious matchup, what what are you looking at from a perspective now? The Broncos, Lions, and Jaguars and 49ers are all on by, so that you know take that um, into account as well. Um, some definitely some good numbers out there. Uh, Lions got a great offense. Jaguars sold to the 49ers, so you you missing some pieces. Missing some pieces this week. Yeah. So how do we how do we fill that void? What what are the matchups that you that you are coveting this week and where the fantasy points where the fantasy go with at this week for you? Yeah. Um so I mean, yeah, I think the obvious one, um, I want to say that the the game in Germany, I think, is gonna have a lot of uh offensive firepower just based on how Miami has been and how Miami's defense, you know, ranks up compared to the Chiefs offense. So I would imagine I would imagine we get some some points and some fantasy gold out of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in terms of like just looking at guys around here, I mean, I um, you know, I think the like George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, I think are pretty good plays this week because Tennessee like has it. been super suspect against the pass. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. Flip side of that, I do think that D-Hop, Patriot, would be a, a pretty solid start because he's clearly the guy that Levis wants to go to. And, um, I mean, outside of Joey Porter Jr., no one in that Pittsburgh secondary has really stopped anyone. So, um, you know, I would expect that, uh, yeah, prime time in Germany. You're right, you're right <laughs> there, but it ain't prime time for us. It's early for us. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah, and I think that's a good game to be played you know, to um, our good matchup to look at. Um, you know, one that I think could be a sneaky one is the Washington, New England. I don't know why, but I just get a feeling that's going to turn into more of a shootout than anything. Really? Um, you think it's going to be a shootout? I do. I don't know why. I just I just have I just have that vibe. Well, which look, Martin. Some- Mark that as, 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 as a point of, rid of their defense. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I mean, again, but yeah. New England hadn't been setting the world on fire offensively either. So it's kind of like, eh, 
Yeah. I, I, I guess that's Foxborough. more just from QBs. Yeah, that's from true. QB, if you're looking to replace a QB, because Mac Jones might be available. He know. might. He might. So, you know, I, think I, I, I was that, looking at the number. What is, what is his roster percentage? He is oh, rostered man. in – uh, he's only 7.3% owned in most leagues. Oh, so yeah, he's widely so, available. I mean, that's yeah. He did just lose his number one target. That's uh, true. But that's true. I mean, I don't know. Washington's not very good against the pass, and I can't imagine they get any better getting rid of their two edge rushers. So, How about that? You know? <laughs> How about um, that? That's one. I the Dallas Philly game. I think is going to be more of an offensive game than a defensive battle, um, mainly because it's NFC East matchup. Both of those offenses have been kind of rolling lately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Philly, for all the weapons that they have on defense, <clears throat> um, look at Sam Howell's performance last week, aren't very good against the pass. Um, C.D. Lamb's coming off a monster game. Dak's been kind of picking it up. And then on the flip side of that, I mean, Philly's offense has been humming. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think, right. that, I think that's probably up there with where I'd put the Miami-KC game in terms of most likelihood of fireworks on both sides there. Agreed. Uh, yeah, and then um, defensive-wise, I think my biggest defensive matchup of the week is uh, Cleveland against Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The, if Kyle was playing, it might be a different ball game, but I would. I don't got, know. Even with Clayton, though, you're right. if Clayton Tune is starting, that's definitely a defensive gold mine. Uh, for that particular stretch, because I think Cleveland defense is a streaming option every week. I think that's a that's a you know put you know set it and forget it uh, option anyway. Yeah. So yeah. going against a, a rookie quarterback is going to be even more of a, of a of a feast fest. So yeah, I definitely agree with mm-hmm. that. I definitely agree with that. Now this Buffalo Cincinnati game got me feeling like Cincinnati going to have another big game, and they played at home. Now, the only yeah. thing that kind of gives me pause about this game is because they played last year at this time, prime time, and that's when Demar Hamlin got hurt. Yeah. So that's kind of giving me a little bit of angst. But outside of that, I think if Cincinnati continues to roll, um, if you know, and yeah, I think it was they forfeited, did, wasn't it? They didn't it was finish forfeited. The game. They yeah. didn't. They decided not to finish it based upon what happened to DeMar. So, yeah. So outside of that and those eerie feelings, I would say that this game should be a good one for Cincinnati to continue that trend um, to to uh, to have a lot of offensive production. I think that um, even Irv Smith is getting into the ball, getting to the fray now. Um, you get targets from Burrow, so I would say that um, that might be a low end flex option for his tight end if you're desperate there. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I like that. Got, um, yeah, because you got your Kittle, Laporta, Ingram all on right. buys. <laughs> there you go. There Probably you go. looking for a tight end. Hello, hello. So yeah. I would definitely look at that um, as being a, a potential option. I think that the Saints should, should at home in, in New Orleans, I think they should have a, a good outing yes. offensively. I like that. Uh, that's another one I'm definitely look, got my eye on. Um, I'm also looking at the uh, Rams. Is it Puka and Cooper potentially having a good game against the banged-up Green Bay secondary? That just got rid of Douglas. Exactly, so. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely looking at that as being a, an option as well as being – uh, uh, I guess you can say uh, a fantasy goal from an offensive perspective, so for them mm-hmm. to be able to get get right, it might be a game, first game in, in ever they've started with each other that Poker and Cooper could have good games. So we'll we'll, we'll look out for that. We we'll definitely look out for that. Yeah, we need it. <laughs> well, we need it over here for me. But right, got it. <laughs> gotcha, <Please>. gotcha. <laughs> oh yeah, um, but yeah, but um, yeah, I'm not. I think I think the Dallas Philly game is actually going to be a defensive battle, in my personal opinion. But uh, it's really? Seattle and Baltimore. I think there's going to be defensive struggles. Um, for, so we'll we'll see how those games, but I, they're gonna be good games regardless. I think we really got 
got like four to five games that are literally like they could stand alone by themselves and be standalone games and just be let us let us enjoy that. Um, yeah. like I said, Buffalo and Cincinnati is prime time, Dallas and Philly, Miami, KC, um, Seattle and, and Baltimore. Those are all marquee matchups. All yeah. marquee matchups. So yeah, hopefully uh, you know we get the production uh, out of those games that that they, that they on paper like they, they like they look on paper. Hopefully we get that on on, on the screen on on, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that uh that shakes out well for us. But um but yeah, I mean pretty much you know that's where it went last for me because I mean outside of that, um I think that uh it's 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 a nitpicking there that you could probably yeah. Um, Houston, not, you know, Houston, Houston, that's a good chunk of not sexy matchups. Too. Yeah, yeah, there's a few of them. There's a few of them. Yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah, I would man. say Houston might be another one, but it just depends on how the how CJ bounces back from that uh game against the Panthers. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah, we'll we still see, but um, but yeah, but that's pretty much it for that. So, you know, that can kind of fold us into uh, uh the biggest flex uh, uh options and waiver wire yeah. transactions we can do this week. So, who's on your list? Um, as far as you know, the, uh, must have waiver options this week if you need uh, any any position. I mean, we talked about quarterbacks, but you know, skill position yeah. as well. So I'm gonna shift the gears to tight end a little bit because that was my biggest mm. uh, need this week, mainly because I was uh, real big on uh, not taking hey, a you tight funny, end by the way. till till Laporta, <laughs> you know, at the end. Right. Um, but yes, there's definitely a, a decent chunk of options. Obviously, Trey McBride was probably the biggest pickup. Yeah. Um, the waiver wire this week uh, after the monster game last week. But um, outside of that, um, you know, there's Jake Ferguson with the Cowboys, uh, I think is a solid streaming option. If you're looking for a replacement for Laporta Ingram or mm-hmm. um, Kittle uh, going against, I mean, he's, he's added targets and, and catches in production every week and slowly becoming a Dak Prescott favorite target. And, I mean, Philly's defense is pretty vulnerable in the middle with tight ends, so I think that's a good one. Uh, another one's David Njoku, who just came back from injury not too long ago, but he had a pretty respectable game this last week despite mm-hmm. uh, the whole QB conundrum there um, and going against Arizona. So I think you know that's a solid streaming option as well um, in terms of tight end. Um, just some other guys to look out for. Um, you know, I noted, uh, Demario Douglas, who is probably another hot pickup mainly because he's likely going to be the only guy, uh, <laughs> in new England to get any sort of production out of, although that's not saying much cause they've been pretty mm. ass up to this point. Right. Um, but Kendrick Bourne who led in every major receiving category just got hurt. So someone's got to take that over and, you know, um, Douglas had a career, high, almost 80% of the snaps last week and got five receptions. So, <clears throat> you know, could be a little lightning in the bottle moment. Um, and then another one I noted, um, just if you're two running backs, kind of uh, actually I had three, but um, I picked up Leonard Fournette mainly because yeah, uh, I did Buffalo's, too. Buffalo's uh, rushing game, rushing attack is still pretty lackluster and, you know, they went out and signed him to the practice squad, um, which you would anticipate they elevate him at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, really, he's he's going to fight with James Cook for touches, but you would think he might get some goal line work or something mm-hmm. uh, or might come in and totally usurp it. You don't know. Um, so he's a guy. And then Chubba Hubbard, I know I've talked about for a few weeks now, uh, mm-hmm. but he totally took over. I mean, he's their clear-cut 
back for what that's worth, but he's still available at a large chunk of leagues as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, if, if you're looking for RB help, those are guys to look out for. Um, and then also kind of like, you know, click the interested in tab and just monitor maybe a Pierre strong junior in Cleveland, uh, mainly because, you know, I, I know that's a crowded backfield with hunt and Ford. Uh, but he had 10 carries his last week and got 41 yards and then had a catch for 41 yards. So, um, you know, with that, it might, it's slowly turning more into a committee approach there while giving Hunt the goal line work and Ford's banged up. So that might be a guy to watch out for if he produces again or, you know, slowly turns in himself into getting more production just based off of what he's doing with the minimal chances he gets. So, you know, those are those are guys you can certainly look out for um, in that regard. Um, and then, yeah, we already talked about the QBs. And uh, do you have anyone else, Coach? Yeah, um, I, I think we kind of alluded to him uh, earlier, Taysom Hill. I think mm-hmm. that uh, picking him up at tight end is a definite option because he's getting a lot of uh, unique targets and, and he can score a multitude of ways in both PPR and standard league. So I would definitely say that he's one. Um, I would say that uh, that Jackson, Jake Bobo from or Jackson Smith and Jigba from the Seattle Seahawks, they've been trending the last couple of weeks as being uh, good streaming options to pick them up if they're available. I think Jake Bobo is definitely available in Jackson Smith and Jigba. Some people might have gotten frustrated with him and dropped him. So if they did that, I would say pick him up as being a good flex option. And Brandon Cooks. I think Brandon Cooks is another name for the Cowboys. He's starting to get into the fold as far as getting targets from Dak because, um, you know, CD is starting to be uh, bracketed and doubled in certain phases. So he's going to be the osh- the clear option for to uh, Dak to get the ball to um, if his name if your name is not Jake Ferguson or CD Lamb. So, um, yeah. yeah, I would say that any of those guys on top of the guys you named, um, you know, DeMario Douglas and, and, and a few others. And um, your boy could- Rashid. Yeah, and Rashid Shaheed, that's another one. Rashid Shaheed is another one. Let me add that to the list. Um, he's a guy that, um, that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I would definitely, uh, you know, he's a little bit of a piece of family like we talked about earlier in the top of the show. But, um, but yeah, but if he gets the ball, it's going to be special. <laughs> that's, yeah. We we could definitely. Get, uh, I mean, and, I mean, he he's like, a, yeah, like we said at the top of the show, I mean, he had three mm-hmm. targets for three catches. And, right. Big-time numbers. Yeah. Big time numbers in the show. He he's here for a good time, not a long time. Let's put it yeah, like that. Right. <laughs> but he's highly productive, though. Highly productive. So yeah. So that those are probably the, the most glaring options that that are widely available. Um, certain guys, you know, they you know because some people are having to force to drop. Because I had a guy who had to drop the 49ers defense this week because he had a, he needed a roster spot because he had a bye week. So that's going to be yeah. a, a hot topic for somebody. They're going to be racing to get that when the waivers come up available again for that. So, um, so yeah, so if, if people have to drop obvious picks, definitely go after them and pick them up and just keep hold them. But if these guys, or most of these guys are taken up, uh, if Kyler Murray's still available because he hadn't come at all, he hadn't started yet. He's so he should be activated next in week or two. He's an option. So, um, yeah, so I would say that from that perspective in Leonard Fournette, because I think at some point here soon he's going to get elevated to the, to the starting uh, roster. Um, they probably yeah. do with him like they do with Daryl Henderson. They'll still activate him for the game and then put him back on the practice squad. Activate him for the game and put him back on the practice squad. But he's going to play and be productive. So I would definitely look at that um, as being an option as well to get um, to get some to get some play from a running back perspective in this lull, lulling time frame that we have when when people are either on bye week or hurt. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I I dumped Dalvin Cook I think for 
for now. Yeah, so. yeah, I think that it was done. Like, I mean, he, I mean, I the like, man yeah. asked for trade and didn't get traded during the deadline. So clearly, they don't. They're out on him. Yeah, it's been a guy, <laughs> and they realize that Michael Carter can get it done with Brees <laughs> being Brees Hall's reserve. So Brees Hall's the number one guy, and Michael Carter's coming in in the in second in that in that a touches uh, realm. So yeah, I, I think Dalvin Cook's done. You can, you can oh, free up yeah. that roster spot with him all day. All day. So, yeah. So, that was those guys. Uh, with Buffalo, I forgot about one guy, but Khalil Shakir. Shakir. Yep. I, Shakir. Yeah, I missed that one as well. Yep. yep. Um, although, I think his outing in week eight was more of the product of, like, them not accounting for him to be a part of the offense than, yeah. you know, him overtaking Gabe Davis or something. So, right. Right. Um, but, I mean – Similar to the Pierre Strong, you know, you could maybe hit that interested in and see yeah, what that's happens. A, that's in week a nine. deeper league pickup. Yeah, I, I think that's a deeper league pickup. If you're in a 14 man league per se, that's a deeper league pickup, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's, yeah, that's not it. And then um, Jonathan Mingo, too, I think is one to kind of keep watching. I know I brought him up before, but yeah. he just came off a bye. Um, I mean, he's he gets at least five targets every game. He just has yet to really do much with it. But mm-hmm. coming off, uh, I mean, because Adam Thielen's the the dog there. But right. you know, we'll see. They we know there was a lot of news about Carolina being in the market for a number one receiver. That didn't happen, so they're going to have to make it work with who's in there. So someone's got to kind of step it up. Yeah, and I kind of talked about him in, in Wild West podcast, and I, I actually bring him up now. It's a little bit of a homer pick, but I think Quinn Johnson might be a, a low end streaming option too, um, being that he's starting to really get comfortable with uh, his relationship with Justin Herbert. So that could mm-hmm. be a, a people can revisit that because I know a lot of people jumped on him when Mike Williams got hurt, and then they were like, "Well, he ain't doing nothing for three weeks, you know, straight." So I'm gonna drop him because a lot of people did that. If, it, if Johnson is available, if Quinn Johnson is available, I would pick him up because I think he's gonna. I'll be featured here more so in the next few weeks for the Chargers as well. Yeah, so I, I would never... refuse to drop Quentin Johnson. Yeah, well, you know me, Todd, same here. Fat. But I mean, but that's that's just because we see what I'm wearing. So you know, you already know what yeah. the vibes, right? So yeah, I, I would definitely would say that that's something you could do as far as a, a deeper league option. Um, the guy to hold on to because I think his upside will start to show in the next three to four weeks for sure. Yeah. So yeah, look out for that. But yeah. All right, so uh, you know, as we wrap it up, like I said, we always if we haven't asked your questions already, um, you know, throw them in the chat. Um, is your last uh, uh, you know, hot button question that you have at the moment, and if you don't uh get to it now, definitely hit us up on social media. We can get to your questions as well in between shows. But um, if you have any questions in this by anybody in the chat before we get out of here, throw them in there. We'll try to get them answered, and then uh, like I said, we'll leave you be to win your league this week. And uh, we'll be back next week, as always, on Wednesday night at 9.30 to uh, bring you more news and views on the Fantasy Football Podcast world. All right. All right. I know G.A. getting he put, he, he put in a few questions. So I know he got – he's pretty good. You he's got pretty, him right. Yeah, I think we got, got him right. I think we got him straight. But, uh, yeah, if anybody else is in the chat, let us know. Um, and like I said, if you want to hit us up, you know, in between shows, here's our social media uh, information. Uh, Lockdown Defense on Twitter for me. Lockdown Defense Sports on Instagram. Uh, Alex is the real givens on each platform, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, this is the podcast the network that's going to be hosting the show right in the moment. And when Alex finally gets his channel up, we'll yeah. be dual streaming on both shows. Yeah. So we'll get that rolling as well. But um, yeah, like I said, we definitely, month. yeah, right. So he's married now. So, you know, shouts out to Alex for, you know, he's a newly married man. So all the drama is over so he can get back to his real life. Yeah. 
So yeah, uh, right. yeah, hopefully we can get <laughs> we can get them rolling here soon and soon and, and get some good content on that on there from the Chiefs and the Fantasy Podcast world. We'll get that rolling. But uh, yeah, all right. So we're gonna wrap the show up this week. Good show as always. Appreciate everybody's coming through in the chat. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be discussing things throughout the week on on social media. And if you have any questions, like I said, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. You send us a DM, and we'll try to get those questions answered to you in short order. All right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I understand. So yeah, we'll we'll uh we'll see how things go with the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Chargers. Or we can you know either bounce back or keep keep the train rolling. Keep the train rolling. Oh man. Indeed. Oh. Indeed. All right. All right. So like I said, we'll be back next week as always uh, with another show. We'll be in the week 10 at this point. We're going through week nine. We'll be in week 10 next week. And hopefully, you know, you have good fantasy luck and we'll be back next week with another show. That's the real Alex Givens. I'm Coach Divas. Until next week, we'll see you when we see you. Step up and lock it down. <laughs>